Welcome to Crushing It, a podcast with notes of knowledge, hints of hilarity, fun forward, and super cheesy, which always pairs well with wine. That's good. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of class goes a long way. That's all I'm saying. It's really pleasurable mouthfeel. On a scale of like prison hooch to a Willamette Valley sunrise, I would rate this. A solid seven. Girl knows what she wants. <laughs> they need to put wine in pounders. I'd like to get my hands on that Methuselah. What is that? <laughs> oh shit about this wine. <laughs> hey, welcome to Crushing It. I'm Sarah. Crushing It. I'm Carly. <laughs> and um, here we are after a bit of a delay. It's been a really interesting few weeks, Sarah. It has been an interesting few weeks <laughs> for um, any listeners that are not in the Willamette Valley. You may not know it's, I mean, it wasn't Texas or anything, but we had a hell of an ice storm here in our yeah. little valley. <laughs> yes. And um, I myself was without power for a week. Which makes it really, really difficult to edit podcast episodes, it turns out. Turns out. <laughs> Pretty tough to do a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I did have power, but I was without heat. So I became a human popsicle for a good few days. Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing because I still had to drive into town to go to work. And I was just amazed, like, oh my goodness, everybody here is just living normal lives. <laughs> Civilization. And we are like flushing our toilet with buckets of water. <laughs> Camping. Something like that. Good news. My tree house that I've been living in, because we had a yeah. tree fall on our house. Yeah. It has now been removed from <gasps> our house. Oh, Jeremy just asked. Congratulations. Yes, that is exciting news. Literally <laughs> this morning, they came like eight and they cut until about two. So it was a monster tree. But um, I don't know if they're coming back. There's just a large wood pile in our yard now. <laughs> but oh, it's not on my house. So that's good. You know what else that ice storm did? It, um, it made us have to cancel a lot of things. I hate canceling things. I hate when my schedule does not work out as I have planned. Yeah, they wanted to, they knew how excited we were to go and drink bubbles on the Bob Trail. Oh, yes. And those, um, <laughs> those plans were ruined. We made it to one. We had a lovely time at Rocco. Yes, we did. And we're scheduled to have our Galentines and go to the other two, but it, Alas, did not work out. No, literally the day that we had <laughs> planned to go, everything was frozen. Everything was frozen. Dang Which it. also, um, yeah, we had to uh, postpone a couple of our next interviews. It was just a mess. I feel, I, I feel very, I, what's the word? I have a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, mad, Sarah. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Absolutely. I am giving the ice storm the silent treatment. Yeah. Uh, zero 
out of 10. Would not recommend. Yeah, do not recommend. All right, but now, now uh, everything's thought out and most people have power back. And it's an exciting time in the Willamette Valley. Yeah, it's bottling season. It's Let's bottling go. season. And if you're following all these wineries on Instagram like we are, you will see all of the bottling, all of the rosés, all of the chardonnays. Uh, so much good stuff happening. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, more and more people are telling me that they have Pinot Noirs that they're bottling or they will be bottling soon. And it's tasting good. So 2020... You may surprise us. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, hopefully in a good way. Please no do more bad. <laughs> no more bad surprises. For the love of Channing Tatum, please no more. Channing Tatum, this this would have been a Justin Timberlake episode if there ever was uh, one. That's true. <laughs> hey, up, um, you know what else is uh, happening in the Willamette Valley? Our county was finally downgraded a risk level in Oregon, which means that um, wineries and tasting rooms are allowed to have indoor seating again in limited capacity. Um, yes. This is as of February 2021. So, you know, if you're listening later, you might need to, che- to check in. because <laughs> Yeah, just in case. Like we always say, things are always changing. Uh, best to give them a call. But everybody is so excited. That's what else has been showing up all over the socials this week is everyone is, was just ready and ready to open and ready to go. So they're excited to see you guys. And I hope you start making some tasting appointments. Yeah, still call. Like you said, call ahead, make plans, call the places. But you may be looking at sometime inside which i mean it's been chilly out so drinking wine inside again that's a cool thing (laughs) yes yeah you never know what our weather is gonna do seriously yeah still be prepared but hopefully you won't have to be tasting under your own umbrella with blankets anymore (laughs) not naming (laughs) any name not naming a (laughs) single name But I saw some pictures. All right. Well, where are we going this week, Carly? Oh, my dear, dear friends at Marshall Davis (laughs) Wines. I love them. Marshall Davis Wines in downtown, beautiful, quaint Carleton, Oregon. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love these guys. You know what I love? They're just like honest and their goal is to have this unpretentious approach and so um honestly we had so much fun sometimes we forgot to talk about the wine (laughs) Sarah I really don't even know what this episode is going to do for anybody other than show our listeners (laughs) how cool Sean and Ryan are at Marshall Davis um and honestly if anything just take away the fact that you too can have this many laughs and that much fun with them as well if you go tasting with them. Yeah, Carly, but they'll still learn a lot about uh, about the wines and the process and all that. Sure, it just sure. wasn't uh, it wasn't every wine that they let us try that we that we were able to discuss because <laughs> we tried every single wine. <laughs> It was awesome. They were so nice to us. They let us try anything and everything that we wanted, which we rarely say no. 
So that was a dangerous game, but it was awesome. And every single thing was delicious. And they even gave us some yummy cookies. So bonus. And swag. And swag. I love my hat. They oh, gave my God. Hats. I was breaking in my new adventure hat this weekend. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, with flannel. Don't worry. Well, flannel is part of the uniform at Marshall Davis. We Absolutely. noticed that. Both we the did. brothers were wearing flannel. We should have also been wearing flannel. But we instead, <laughs> we were the girl version of whatever outfit that was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's probably part of why we love them. They're the male version of us. They really are. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That is why. Yeah, that is why we love them so much. They reminded me of someone I knew and that I like a lot. Oh, yeah. Us. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of um, speaking of bottling, they're up there with them, too. They have a new rosé and an estate Chardonnay that are recently in bottle. So you can get to the tasting room and try those. Yeah, the rosé, obviously delicious, really great. Their Chardonnay is probably one of my top five Chardonnays ever. And I think I might have just finished the last bottle I own. So Sean and Ryan, if you're listening to this, I'm coming for you really soon because I need to stock back up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's so fun. The husbands will come with us to this one. They will absolutely join us because it's their scene. Um, Let's go to Carlton. Let's go. Uh, Let's go to Marshall Davis. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We did forget to tell you it's a two for one deal. So you're going to hear the winemaker, Sean Davis, and you're also going to hear the mayor of Carlton. Whoops. Scratch that. The tasting room manager, Ryan Marshall. Hey, let's do this. Let's, um, Let's do this. Put your hat on. Grab a flannel. Yep. (laughs) And off we go. All right. Well, Sarah, welcome to Marshall Davis Wines. Oh, thanks. Happy to be here. Yes. (laughs) That's my wine. Yeah, my wine. We have Ryan Marshall and Sean Davis with us. We are very lucky. Um, The owners of Marshall Davis, obviously. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. I'm happy to be <laughs> Thanks here. Thanks for uh, coming and hanging out with yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, Appreciate it. Yes. Well, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May want to wait until after. <laughs> no, um, well, thanks again for having us. This is wonderful. We are very excited. Both fans of your wine. So awesome. thank you. Thank it's uh, even more special. But we're seeing some wines that we have not tasted. We are starting with some bubbles. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you want to just want to jump right in? Tell us a little yeah, bit we can about, about the wine. bubbles. Sure. And then Go ahead. We'll get into everything Sean else. loves talking about rosé and sparkling wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite. How much you love it. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So sparkling rosé. Um, it's not, it's a forced carbonate. So this is not a traditional method. Um, uh, we treated it different than our still rosé. Um, we went bone dry. Even added just a touch of Chardonnay in there as well. Ooh. Just a touch to give it a little bit, enough to keep it just interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we barrel age it for about five months. That's about it. And um, it definitely has some character to it. Um, I, I love it. It's dry, dry. So that's why I like my sparkling. Really yeah. I love, yeah. I love dry. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely drier than our still rosé. Definitely, uh, and it's very very clean. It's yeah. like straightforward and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, the time they hear this. They may not be able to get it. Oh, it'll be gone for sure. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the last seven yeah. cases of it. Yeah, right. a lot of it will Sorry, probably, it'll well, probably be gone. But we're, we're going to make it again. I already have, yeah, we'll back I already have uh, the, the barrels designated for this already for awesome. 2020. So we'll, we'll still do some of this again. You can sense your excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a lot of work for a little bit of product. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Um, but it's not that bad. But it's um, rosé. It just... Coming up in the wine industry, um, rosé was always just the piece of crap in the corner. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, yeah. all the winemakers. It I, had a bad name. Yeah, right? it just oh, wasn't. Wow. Yeah, it was like. I mean, I remember working with, for some winemakers and be like, "Shouldn't we check the rosé?" And they're like, "Yeah, whatever." And it always came from the worst block, you know, in the vineyard that never ripened all the way or whatever, and it just never was taken that seriously. And um, I, I was reluctant to make it for a long time. Took a while. Until him and my wife were like, you need to make rosé. All right. And we did, and now we make a lot of rosé. But you have a different approach to it. I mean, yes, you wanted to make it serious. You're we like, did. if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. It's intentional rosé. So we farm for it. So we treat the Pinot Noir uh, like Chardonnay. Uh, so we don't pull as many leaves uh, in the on the at all, if any, yeah. um, to slow the ripening process down. So... Um, it would give it a longer hang time to give us better flavors. And so, yeah, we have designated blocks from, so we use triple seven, Maria filled and a little bit of Pomard. So we'll have little sections in our, those blocks that are designated straight for uh, rosé. Uh, and then it goes straight to press. And then we uh, use a certain type of fermenter that um, gives it texture. Um, it's an egg shaped fermenter. And uh, as it's fermenting, it, it's got this convective process going and all the lees and all the nasties stuff people think's nasty but is amazing for the wine it just keeps in circulation it helps give the wine body and uh, gives it a little texture to the wine and uh, so we're, we're trying to take it as serious as you can take rosé but um, next level rose. next oh it's <laughs> to the next level i mean uh, it's intentional rose yes <laughs> that was good yeah that's what it, we we're, we we sought out yeah we 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 set out and uh, all because you know I make wine for many people as well, and I, we had to change that mindset with a lot of people too. So um, we had to make sure that going into it is like, okay, no, we're going to use these specific grapes for the rosé, and we're going to treat them like a white wine, basically. And, and I feel like you get better aromatics and all that out of it. Yeah. Um, that's well, the important thing, I think, treating it like a white wine. Yeah, yeah. that's the big, big difference. That's huge for us. Yeah, yeah at least. Yeah. Well, so you guys are brothers. You guys know each other. Yep. And <laughs> <laughs> so this family business, can you mm -hmm. guys talk about that? Because I love that you guys are brothers. Ryan Marshall, Sean Davis. Mm -hmm. yep. So yeah, when um, Sean approached me 2010, 2011, to kind of get this going, he was already making wine um, out here in Oregon. And we just figured, um, why not could just combine our last names? I mean, um, we've grown up together. Our parents got married I was three, Sean was probably five. So we've had our, spent our whole entire lives together. So figured that combining the last names was a, a nice name for the brand. Um, and my oldest son, his name is Carson Marshall Davis. Yeah. He got so we already had that. that. Yeah. So it rolls off the tongue easy, especially when you're upset at him. So it was <laughs> yes. like, like, okay, this can work. <laughs> Test it out. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
No, it definitely works uh, yeah. good. I love that. Yeah, you're right. It does roll off the tongue. I was trying in my head to say it the other way around as well. Oh, yep. I was like, we did that too right. when we were starting up. Yeah. We were like, eh, it doesn't quite no, it work. Just work. Okay. I was thinking, is it just because I know it as Marshall Davis or is it just, it's not no. rolling? It, it, it just wasn't rolling. Yeah, it just didn't so. work. Okay. Everyone in the family. I'm a business partner you feel now. Better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We actually had to. We threw it out to all the family. Yeah. Said, oh yeah. And it Everyone was pretty. It, it was unanimous for sure. That, yeah. That was. The, this is the route. That was the way to go. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a third brother. Yep. Yep. And I, well, I like to pretend that I played golf with him. I just <laughs> played golf behind him, but apparently yeah. he got like the record at Michael Brook when I was there. He's done and it a couple so, times. I think he has yeah. it a couple times. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with my brother and I thought I was feeling pretty hot because I had just hit, I don't know, what is it? A birdie perhaps? <laughs> yes. Okay. So That's good. I just made a birdie. Birdies are good. Yeah. yeah. So I hit, I hit birdies. two birdies Ooh. on the back nine. That's good. Nice That's really yeah, good. Thank you. No alcatraz? Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> golf terms coming out over here. I was there for the White double Fox. eagle. So <laughs> that's a good one. But uh, I got to chat with him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm in the area. Mm. Uh, my family's in wine." I was like, "Okay, tell me more, because I also enjoy wine." And he mentioned you guys. I was like, "Yep, he's on the label." That's yeah. That's <laughs> matter. He plays he, he plays golf and he's on the label and his last name is Marshall as well. Mm-hmm. So. He'll help out like if we do bottling and yep. stuff if he's here. But he yeah, lives in Scottsdale. Yeah, he right. plays I mean, he plays golf for a living. Yeah, yeah that's he, what he does. He's busy on a different tour. Yeah, yeah you can I'll, say I'll be nice. <laughs> busy in a different way. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. one brother. I know. There's always one brother. He's the golden child. Who's that other oh. brother? Isn't there another one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there though? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but all three of you are on the label. Yeah, mom would have gotten cool. really mad. Yeah. <laughs> Sean and I, where's Matt? Uh-huh. What's going on? Oh, poor Matt. <laughs> no, it's actually funny. So it's a, a picture that my mom took of the three of us the first time we were all together at a vineyard here in Oregon. It had to be in early 2000s, maybe? Yeah, like 2008. 2008? Seven or And uh, yeah, we just kind of ran with it. My, mm. Our cousin is a creative director at an ad agency in Portland and um, sent it to him and was like, ah, tell me what, we want a different kind of label, see what you can do, send back some samples. And yeah, we just went with it. And it's just kind of obviously grown over the years with different colors and yeah. styles and all kinds of stuff like that. But that's like the original idea. And it stands out on a shelf. It's definitely different. Yes, it is different. and I love that. That's yeah. the whole point. Not pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole goal yeah. with us. I like that it's approachable, but um, also you can tell, like, there's a story. Yes. On that label. Um, and that's probably the best part. Like, yeah. The good family story, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so how did this all start, I guess? Good. <laughs> Sean got us all yeah involved in this yeah so we can do some golf do a little bit short history family history and just so we were all in the golf business so i used to build golf courses for a living um and then yeah yeah uh and the last golf course uh i was involved with in eastern idaho um because of the recession in 07 08 Mm -hmm. they stopped production 
And so I, I had wanted to get out of the golf business for a long time because I've been mowing green since I was eight years old, yeah. you know, and I was like, I was over it. I mean, I, I went to art school. I have a Bachelor of Fine Art. I tried everything to get out of the golf business, but dad kept pulling me back in, you know, waving the green. And now it's like, okay, yes, I'll go back, you know. Then you have kids and they keep waving the green. You're like, okay. I even went to culinary school. I was like, I'm going to work as a chef. And then the, the golf course brought us back in. Um, and then when, yeah, the economy hit, it, it was a perfect time. Uh, I took a unpaid internship at a winery in the gorge. Um, I had two small children at home and my wife <laughs> and she was like her, yeah she's like what are you doing how long are you gonna be gone? yeah and uh but, but why because i love wine okay. yeah i love wine i mean i love wine yeah so this is yes i i lived in italy for a while passionate about food and wine period um and then the creative side of it, of it too um which i really learned at my first job at domaine Pouillon in the gorge um, they had a, a great balance in their winery, um, Alexis and Julia, mm -hmm. great people, um, uh, of really balancing that science and art kind of perspective. And my brand definitely went more towards the creative. And so it just really clicked with me. And then ever since then, I was like, this is what I'm doing. And then we got a job in the Valley and that was the end of it. And then we bought the horseradish back in, yeah, 08. Oh, and that, yeah. And that was, I was like, okay we could have a little taste room and and do that and so we just started yeah, we started one. with 120 cases or something not even that not even it was wow. less it than was that. like 50 cases the first year and, oh my gosh. and small what, was, what year was the first uh 11 i think 2011 yeah. oh wow and, and <laughs> that's a wild time to come in right and so but we just kind of did tastings at the, it was we, like a new model. models. Like, yeah. you want to do a little taste of wine with yeah. your sandwich, you know, type and we, thing? And we didn't pay ourselves, obviously, until just a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, you know, from 100 cases, we just kept rolling the money in. We took no loans out. Nothing. Um, all the money just kept rolling in. And now we're at about 3,500 cases. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, worked, it, it was awesome. It was, worked really well. Yeah, and we did yeah. it very organically. and Super organic, yeah, um, from the ground up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we have a good following here in town. And, yeah, it's been fun. We have a good time. It's been yeah. challenging at times. It's cool seeing it change when <laughs> like things now. happen. Like yeah. now we're in a tasting room and we used to just be in like a little table behind the bar at the restaurant and stuff. Yeah. It's cool yeah. watching like the growth happen. It's fun. Yeah. And so did you guys go into the horseradish together? Uh, no, my wife, okay. my true. wife owns that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I helped out at the beginning, um, but now it's all just, that's all her thing. Yeah. Um, I helped out in the kitchen when we first started because I've, have a little cordon bleu culinary art degree and so did that for a little bit but um wine was my thing and yeah so you went straight from that internship no no i worked uh i my next job was at david hill up in forest grove yeah. so i worked up there i was the assistant winemaker and then i was a vineyard manager up there as well oh. that's amazing vineyard well building golf courses yeah, it's, all the agronomy agronomy. Background. it's wow. same same actually growing grapes i think is easier than growing grass so Grapes are pretty hardy, man. It's, yeah. it's hard to mess them up. <laughs> um, you actually kind of want to stress them out, so it's it's even easier. True. So um, so my dad and I, we manage our vineyard. Um, you know, it's- Oh, you got dad over to the dark side. Oh yeah, mom, mom and dad are here too. We got mom. We got the whole gang back Yeah, together. mom pours wow. in the tasting room when, when we're able to. <laughs> He's playing golf. 
enjoying the sunshine while we're here. Oh, yeah, basically, yeah. He, he just renewed his contract for like another two years yeah. of sponsorship money. So we'll see what happens yeah. in two years. He's going to make it or he's going to be helping out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, so we start at golf. Yeah. And now you guys are what? running uh, downtown Carlton. Oh, yeah. No. Wait, David Hill over here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I worked there for, I think I was there six years cool. for a while. Okay. And I just figured, you know, I, entrepreneur, both our parents are entrepreneurs. My mom ran her own companies for a while and our dad. And I was just, I was like, all right, I can go do this. So that's when we started. And I was just like, all right. Yeah. And then doing Marshall Davis, and then I have my other company, I have Davis Winemaking, and I make wine for about seven different labels as well. So you're in multiple places. Yep. Okay. So then I make K&M's wines across the street here. Okay. In Carlton. Um, and then I have a bunch of small clients. Um, we have a client in Australia that we work with too. So. Um, wow. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> in 2000. We have an art degree. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> he can... Uh, Grow grapes, make wine. It's fun. Keeps you busy. Internationally. Yeah. Keeps you busy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last, in 2019, uh, my assistant and I, we did 46 separate bottlings. Wow. Yeah, we made 46 different bottles of wine, out of, all out of Beacon Hill. Yeah. So you don't like downtime. <laughs> it's cheap to be bored. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, each bottling consists of about 10 different SKUs and... None of them are huge, you know. Our biggest skew, I think we did last year, was about a thousand cases, but most of them are in the couple hundred cases. It's a fun barrel tasting. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we do everything like KM, you know, we do GSM, so we have, and he does a straight Grenache and yeah. Cab Franc. Um, yeah, we make it all, I mean, Albarino to Viognier to uh, Riesling, Chardonnays, obviously. I love Chardonnay. Speaking of, we should let's drink some Chardonnay. You want to do Chardonnay next or you want to do Chardonnay at the end? All right, let's do Chardonnay. Yeah. Chardonnay. <laughs> do we want to do, let's do Cask Pinot and then we'll do. Um, Page tall is that actually? And then we'll do Township. Yeah. We pour Chardonnay at the end here at the tasting room. Yeah. Where were we? No, was that not? No, uh, where we just were. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. Abbott Claim. Abbott Claim, we did Chardonnay at the end. Yeah, for us, our Chardonnays, they're pretty crisp and it's kind of a. We almost feel like it's a courtesy too to the the next the, the taster, stop. yeah, because yeah, it cleans the palate. Next stop, yeah. it really does. If you, if they finished with our our Cabernet, and you and then you go taste, especially a delicate Pinot, it, you're gonna be like, "What's this wimpy thing?" I mean, seriously, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so when I go wine tasting in Washington, or exactly back in the day when you used to be able to just go wherever. Um, Oh, I would definitely be like, oh, I just need a Pinot after all of these gigantic wines. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> so for us, especially being in Pinot country, it's kind of a courtesy call, but I also feel like it's the, for the Chardonnay too, it almost shows the best after all that. Cause you really do get the, I full, agree with that. you get the brightness of it all. Um, I just, I really like it. It cleans it. everything off. It's awesome. Well, what are we tasting? I did cask. Oh, you did cask first. So this, this is, a, we have a whole lineup of cast series. Okay. So we do a cast series Pinot Noir, cast series uh, Cabernet, and a cast series Chardonnay. And it's all our large format oak tanks. So that picture on the wall behind me there, mm -hmm. um, that's what we, we ferment in there. And then with the reds, we ferment, dig it out, press it off, and then we age the wine in there as well. Okay. And so it's about a 400 gallon, it's a 15 hectoliter tank. Um, 
So it does about you know, 175, yeah, 170 yeah, cases, roughly 170 cases. Um, but it's a standalone project. So the wine is what it is. There's no blending. It, you know, we make the wine, that's what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no tinkering with it as far as bringing barrels in, doing that. It's, it's just kind of a, you let it do it's, a, it's a very minimalistic kind of approach to this wine. And it's just really showing what the grapes do in this particular technique. And that's kind of where my wine has gone. It's gone to, used to go from, well, this is the, what the vineyard's talking. And yes, we still want the vineyard to talk. But now we're using techniques and vessels and um, to show how same grapes can talk differently through different techniques. Um, and that's kind of where we've evolved to, I think. Yeah, big time. Um, and a lot of it has to do with making wine for so many different people too. Because yeah. I get to see what works and what doesn't work for people. And you know, some people want what they want and I don't always agree with it, but I have to respect that. And sometimes it works for me mm-hmm. i mean they, they love it maybe and uh and if it works great for me then i'll take it into our label and kind of expand on it even more so um yeah it's been a fun project yeah yeah and I, these cast series have been a huge hit yeah and, they're fun and yeah it's been, cool just knowing that so this is 100 percent pomard on the 18 mm-hmm. okay that when that gets to the winery it is what it is mm-hmm. to the end there i mean there's so much we still do a lot of blended wines also yeah. by taste, but it's kind of nice having the certain tanks that are like, there it is. Yeah. And fingers crossed. Just and 18, it always yeah. turns out good. <laughs> Just the 18 or 17? 18. 18. 18. Yeah. And so this is about 70% whole cluster too. Okay. So a lot of whole cluster in this. Um, and then when it ferments in that oak, it, the, the whole cluster is not usually as aggressive when it's in that oak. I, at least I perceive it that way. The size, it's, right? It's, it yeah. softens it up a little bit. Because the whole cluster can be pretty tannic, and um, yeah, I believe doing it in the oak like that softens it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, this is awesome. It's fun. I guess I have never heard the cask. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know journey. <laughs> kind of made like, that up. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you go now. So well, this is made up. <laughs> if you're gonna buy one from um, like a you know, barrel company or whatever, it'd be like, they'd call it like large format and like 15 hectoliter, 20 hectoliter. But if you put large format on the bottle, people think Magnum, Magnum bigger yeah. size bottle. Yeah. So we kind of went the brewery route. We're like, oh, what should we call it? Well, it's in one thing, it's whole life. So cask sounded nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, we kind of, brewery wise, we kind of, yeah. we like the brewery model anyway. We yeah. like the cool swag. You know, yeah. we like the approachability of just drinking alcohol and not the pretentious, like, oh, this is so, like <laughs> we, we want to be like, what's up? Come hang out with us and let's drink some wine. And if you want to get kind of geeky about it, we'll talk about it. But if you don't, let's just sit back and drink some wine together. And that's kind of our approach to the wine business. Yeah. Bit. I mean, you get beautiful wine, mm. but yeah, I mean, you guys are very cool. If I may say oh, so. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Fangirl. There we go. I am a fangirl. And uh, my husband gets to be a fanboy because he, well, he does love to wear your guys' stuff. Like yeah. he has the cool. hat, he has the shirt. We like Marshall Davis at our house. Cool. I um, appreciate it. And uh, my mother in law gets to enjoy it as well because she loves Chardonnay. Oh, and so yeah. I always tell her, well, this is like one of my favorite places to get Chardonnay. So yeah. where do you go? 
Chardonnay is a fun yeah. one. Uh, that's a big family favorite for sure. We got to make sure we do. Yeah, our mom loves Chardonnay, especially white burgundies and stuff. So that's kind of, she told Sean, you I'm going to plant this block of Chardonnay here. Yeah. This is the style I wanted it. If I'm going to be in the wine business, you need to make Chardonnay the way I want it. Yep. And okay, there yep. we go. Next time you want yeah. to make, what's your favorite wine to make? Yeah. yeah. I, Pinot for me, is, it's fun. It Specific Pinot, I don't know. It just, I just like how many different directions we can go with it. it it's Pinot Noir also has taught me a lot more about making wine in general versus some of the big reds we were making in Washington. Um, I feel like winemakers, there's a lot more manipulation possibly in Washington. It, it seemed like to me at least. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Um, Do you want to call anybody out? No. All right. But, um, <laughs> we can edit it. We just like to have it. Yeah, it, it, it's... Like to know. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> well, in, in Pinot, like, it's... You just don't want to mess with it, man. It just... Let it do its thing, and it Obviously, and it, it no, and it, it does. And like in the cellar, I mean, I get why people would want to because it definitely goes through some really bratty phases, and you're like, what's going on here? And just let it be for a little bit, and just kind of let it breathe through the oak, and let it let it do its thing. Some teenagers, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And it, it is. It's. And I can see why winemakers that haven't worked with Pinot are like, oh my god, I just I have to do something. It's like, no, no, just let it be. And, but now I have that approach even with my bigger reds too. So we we do some, some very similar things on the bigger reds that we do with PMR. And I, I really think it helped, for me, it helped my style of, uh, on the bigger reds. And uh, we treat them much more gently. And um, I think it made for a much more food-friendly wine mm -hmm. as well, which we strive for, I think. I think most of our wines are very food-friendly as well. To me, Going back on the art thing, it's a tr it's the ultimate medium. It really it's, it's amazing. I used to work with concrete, and you know it's it's a cool medium, but it, it's very limited. Um, but grapes are, I mean, they're so the best storyteller. I mean, they will tell of time and place and the people involved in those times and places, uh, and then you capture all that in a bottle, and then then you get to tell the stories afterwards about that experience of the time and place and the people. And it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing art form, I believe. And it's so sensory too. Um, you get to smell it and taste it and touch the bottle and hear the stories. And I mean, it's a, it's a full immersive sensory experience. Um, and I believe that way, that's how I make the wine too. Uh, when we're in the winery, you know, uh, we use the numbers, we use science, mm -hmm. but it is definitely more intuitive based. We use more, we're more art based here so you know because I, I don't like yeah we use the numbers we use them you need them you know you need the snapshot but we uh, we want to use our palettes especially and um i mean we use all our sensors because every vintage is different and you want to I mean, looking at the grape taste the grapes smell the grapes i mean and even throughout the whole process you know we even you know during ml we're listening to barrels and you use the whole process uh in all your sensories to to express or to go through the process yeah oh and it's big time so i mean my wines are probably a little bit different that way um because i mean i didn't go to school for wine um i had plenty of time to learn how to learn uh, and that's how we kind of approach our winemaking yeah and this is just like art or a good story everybody's going to 
what's the word, interact with that differently or oh, experience yeah, sure. it differently. Yeah. So that's what you, sounds like that's what you're steering Yes. And yeah, I mean, because everyone should take their own personal experiences towards that single bottle or a glass of wine. And it can be like a song too. Where you're like, oh, for sure. A bottle can take you back. Oh, to a time. it's true. Memory. Oh, Definitely. for sure. Yeah. And that's that's the point. It, it's amazing. I mean, it's it's what an amazing medium. And you're taking something that's perishable and extending its life on top of that. And it's it's just that's a really cool. I love it. It's really fun. Um, we probably make too many wines, but it's <laughs> fun. Yeah, and that's because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like what's yeah. too many wines? What? Like how many wines do you guys make? 14, 14 different skews. different wines. Yeah. Wow. That's, but they're for, all... For 30, I was going to say that's too many, but that isn't... 3,500 cases. It's, it's a lot. lot. I mean... But a lot of it's small. I mean, like, the well, township's like township. 100 cases. I mean, and everything here is less than I mean, 200. If you really like something, you have to buy two cases right then. Exactly. Or it'll yes. be gone. Or it'll be gone. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll use the example, like, with this township... So what we're trying, the story we're trying to tell here is um, we're really trying to focus in on an area, kind of think AVA, but taking it down even smaller into a nano AVA. I mean, just into a like five or six vineyard area on our little hilltop and just expressing and showing what just that little hill does. Um, It's just the... I mean, showing the terroir just of that little area mm-hmm. um, and your little microclimate is amazing. And it's so interesting. It's so different. Um, and I really feel like this area is what helped. Just, I think what Yamhill Carlton, like it, th- this is a Yamhill Carlton wine. Yeah. Um, and But it, it's taking it down even smaller. Yeah. I mean, even Yamhill Carlton AVA is very diverse, even though it's the yeah. same. I mean, Elk Cove's different. I mean, Beacon Hill is like southeast facing. Like it's yeah. like everything's so different. And then our vineyard site is south, southwest facing. Yep. Super dry, very warm. warm. So you almost get amplified Yamhill Carlton flavors, which is, you know, that darker fruit spice driven mm-hmm. style um, by just using the vineyards just on that one hill. Um, it's totally different than like sourcing fruit from someplace different in the ABA. Well, and there's so many stories, I mean, for like this township, it, we wanted to express just that little area and it was, because the wines taste so different than some of the other wines I had in barrel. So it's like, no, we gotta, this needs to be highlighted. Yeah. So we had to tell this story and we actually, we trademarked this uh, township. We're probably gonna create a whole new label um, just to express that little We area. went and talked to like all the old property owners and stuff and we're like, what did they call this hill? And like, we were like trying to, trying to find names yeah. in the one. We're like, that won't work on a label. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, it's Skunk Hollow. I'm like, that's not gonna work. Gonna have to talk to somebody else. So, so we, yeah, we found some old surveying maps at uh, Her- uh, Mr. Hershey's house. Yeah. And um, so yeah, township number three is the surveying. So like if you get your tax uh, your property tax yep. form it'll say township number three south what? range number four west willamette meridian yeah so township and range are measures of i'm not sure which one's which but north south east west okay. off of the meridian that's how they used to measure things out in chains back in the late 1800s or even before in serving um so we found where that hill was and off the the map that we found and tax documents that's the name of it yeah so that's what we called it so the name of the wine is Township Number Three. Yep, and then this is a it's a blend of our vineyard, yeah, Yamhill Vineyard, and Hershey Vineyard. 
which are all our neighbors. We mm -hmm. basically all butt up together. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're we're within, I don't know, a few hundred yards of each other. Okay. And so like down in California, it'd be all one vineyard, but here it's three separate. Yeah, vineyards. of course it's broken up. Yep. <laughs> and, and three different growing style, different, you know, different vineyard managers yeah. and all that. But, um, but I think it really represents our hill. And um, I think it's a fun little blend. Yeah. And then the labels of you, obviously different from our other labels. It's our parents' um, house. Yeah. Oh, our vineyard and parents' cool. house from um, the historic cemetery right on Friar Road in between Yamhill and Carlton, like looking up towards our vineyard oh, right yes. there. Yeah, we had an artist uh, down in McMinnville do that for us, Jennifer Fisher. She yeah. did a great job. Yeah. She wow. did like a whole, we had like eight different ones. So, so we're going to have a bunch of different. Yeah. yeah. We're going to focus on maybe doing some vineyard designates from up there and all that. We're going to expand this one up a little wow. bit. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. So what is the particular draw to this one? I mean, is it just because it's so fun to make and to blend and to see what changes from year to year? Well, and again, so making wine for so many different people and just seeing those vineyards and how different it is versus, let's say, Dundee Hills. Mm -hmm. that, that hillside really talks a different song. I mean, it is, it's very unique and uh, I, we just, Again, there was a story to be told with that. And so I was like, we got to do this. Mm -hmm. So um, like our, our vineyard itself, yes, it, it, it tells, it's got its own little song and sings, but um, blending it with the other ones, it really kind of, it just brought it in. It was, it'd be like a solo act versus a whole band. And it just really brought it all I together. I like that. Yeah. Um, that was good. <laughs> what is that him saying it? It's good. It's good. Yeah, right. Well, that's one of those things too. Oh, so <laughs> when you're doing like uh, you know talking, doing sales and stuff like that, someone's like, "Ooh, Yamhill yeah, Carlton Aviate fruit," or "Ooh, Dundee mm -hmm. Hills fruit." It's like mm -hmm. it's huge. Like I said before, it's so it different all over the place. So yeah. making something that's even smaller, like where a single little teeny spot, I think it's kind of like almost sub AVA ish. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a sub sub. Yeah, it sub is. Sub sub. Sub sub. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Mini, micro. Sub sub. I mean, I don't know if it'll ever get to that point, but it's just, it's fun to just explore that little area. And it is for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you well, know. it's fun great for us, us too. Yeah. <laughs> We're awesome. Great time. <laughs> That's fun. It's, it's like rich, man. Yeah, it yeah. is rich. It's a big wine. You're pulling all your fruit from Yanhill Curls Navy. For the most part, yeah. You're tasting Pinot wise. Yes. Pinot Chardonnay. We'll get to the other. We'll get to the other. Yes. Your tasting room's in downtown Carlton, Oregon, which is cool. This is a great little spot. This was just a natural progression for you, though, right? Right next door to the restaurant. Actually, we had this. So. Wait. Well, it used to be so down be here. Yeah, so where parking main is. Yeah, so that used oh, to be over there. Right. Okay. And then we had this place, and then that opened up, and it had a bigger kitchen. So we moved the restaurant down there, and uh, and especially after having we're sharing the tent with the horse riders. Works out. And good. so yeah, every <laughs> taster we've had is now eating at the restaurant, and so we're really going to continue that afterwards. We're going to put a menu in here as well, so people can come in here and eat. And uh, so, so things again we've learned from yeah. this hiccup in the world or whatever, but um, you've pivoted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And learn things that will will carry us further and better. Yeah. And Which one of you is the mayor of Carlton? <laughs> we try to talk him into doing it. Oh, nice. Yeah, he just. Uh, no. Oh, we did really. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> As you can see, government sucks right now, so I don't know why would anyone want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Carlton, Oregon. Mm -hmm. How do you describe it? 
Oh, it's amazing. I, I wouldn't live anywhere else. You guys live here. Yep. Yeah. yeah I live. Yeah, like he lives three in blocks town. that way, and then Sean's up at the vineyard. They're just like two miles. Yeah, I guess it, technically Yamhill address, yeah, but in, in between closer Yamhill to Carlton. Yeah. I don't know. Yamhill's kind of cool. <laughs> Yamhill's cool. <laughs> it's changing. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know searching. if we have any fans in Yamhill, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, you, you might. We might now. Yeah. After this one. Yeah. Okay. No, I love this area. It's amazing. Um, yeah, this is the town because people used to come in and they'd say, "Oh, we're gonna go to Dundee have some." I mean, this was before the bypass. Yeah. Was, I was like, "What are you? <laughs> what are you picturing?" <laughs> right. And you know, it's not like it's not the cute little town they think all the wine comes from Dundee, right? Yeah, this is. Yeah. So I'd be like, "Hey, you should actually go to Carlton. Like, you can't get a more perfect yeah. little wine country town." Mm-hmm. What? How many blocks? Oh. Three, 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 yeah, total yeah. three blocks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there yeah. used to be, I don't know how many tasting rooms are in now. Is it 20? Yeah, it, that's if you include like Cannes Feast, yeah. and Winemaker Studio. But there's basically, yeah. there's basically yeah. a tasting room for every 100 people in town. Sure. Yeah. So, and that is why we moved here. I was like, yep, that's perfect. That's and it's changed yeah. a ton. It has changed. I've been here 10 years. It's a great so different. Was and it's changed a lot. Here when you came? Oh, oh, yeah. Spent many I'm years. actually sad that it's gone. Well, Although I do love Carlton and Coast, yeah. but. It used to be Carlton, it was the dive bar here. Yeah. Oh. Carlton and Coast came in. And dive bar. It was a, As it was like amazing. Oh. It was pretty, yeah. yeah. Like, the diviest of You bars. couldn't be as, you could do whatever. And no one felt whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Wow. It's called yeah. the Pied Piper. It's a great. I mean, this place sounds magical. <laughs> it was pretty magical. Okay, three blocks downtown. So yep. you say 20-ish in the yep. downtown area. And Bunch of restaurants. That's crazy. Um, also, whiskey tasting. Yep. Yeah. Bull Run. Oh, yeah. Delicious. It's a great addition to town. That's awesome. There's wonderful restaurants here. Carlton Rye. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. You need a little break from um, wine. Yep, got a couple retail shops. And we got an amazing French bakery, the Carlton Bakery. Yeah, Carlton Bakery. Oh, my gosh. Their pastries. And and you got Earth and Sea, which is a fine dining. That place is delicious. Mm -hmm. Park Park and Main. Park and Main. The Woodfire Pizza Place is super good. Park and Main? I think they're closed Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know. Just for the... Just for the, the, the yeah. shutdown. I was, I was thinking about that. I feel like I'm a pizza connoisseur and yeah. I have not yet had. So it's good. Mm. It's super good. Yeah. I feel like wood fire pizza. And then we have the best gas station anywhere. Corners, man. Carlton Corners. Because it's a gas station tap house restaurant. Yes. That's, that's amazing. That's it's a great spot. You can buy you can buy a wine at a gas station. Yeah, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. No, nope. because they're great people and they sell a, no. a lot of our wine. But you guys love it here. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's gross. You don't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. No, even Mark. though it's starting at four thirty. Yeah, but you can't make the wines anywhere else like this. That's the thing too. Yeah, it is a little gem of a place for sure. Yeah, I, I really like it. On your list, if it's not already. It's a treasure. Yeah. But we have two guests, and we've only heard one story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Oh, she got serious. How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to follow? She's talking about story. No, no, I'm. He's the, the most important. <laughs> I make all the actually. Crap yeah, you always hear that the hardest part in the wine industry is selling wine. selling the wine. Sure. Right. Um. And I mean, yeah, I, I don't do it all by myself. I mean, Sean definitely helps a ton because when he's not at the winery he's here in the tasting room because yeah we don't really have employees or anything it's just us and with everything going on mom hasn't been coming down to the tasting room too much to help out so the two of us actually pretty much did this whole entire year by ourselves which was 
We filmed a lot of videos, did a lot of Zoom calls. We did a lot of Zoom stuff. We, we have a YouTube channel that probably has like six subscribers. So we're oh, doing we're, we're doing really good. I don't know. No, I don't know. No. We have 150 followers. It, it was no, for it was for our wine club, basically. It's just for a wine club when we do releases, just to send them like a video. No, it's not. It's not yeah. six. Yeah, <laughs> wine club loved it so much. Yeah, but they watched it. A lot of people watch it. A lot of views. A lot of views. There you go. I don't still think they found the subscribe button. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing to subscribe to. So you <laughs> not really. Wine, and then you're also like, hey, look up the video about it. Yes. When I yeah. You could buy a bottle, and there'd be a video about it on there. Hey, yeah, you could exactly. drink it and exactly. Marshall Davis wine. Oh, all right. There we go. Yeah. Deep. I see what you've done. We went deep into that hole. That's how they find you. That's fun. I know. We we wanted to make it it fun. We kind of pour big tastings and see how fast we can get through flights and have a good time with them. Because the first thing when... Like a... Power tastings. When was it? March 14th rolled around and everyone kind of shut down and... I saw a lot of people getting online and doing YouTube stuff and a lot of it was very dry and educational, which is fine. And I, you can watch that stuff, but I was like, we're not doing that. No, we're gonna, people are gonna sit around and watch us drink and kind of talk about the wine. Yeah, and have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hot Star Wars takes, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's whatever, happening. Whatever you need. Oh my goodness, how many videos are there? <laughs> I don't know, there's not that many. There's not that many. There's like four, five, six. Yeah, there's not that many. Did you do that? No, no, oh, we, we actually okay. just did one. Ooh. We did. We'll keep doing them. Why yeah. not? It's not that big of a deal. Well, in tasting it's rooms, fun. we were able to open up. It was more when we couldn't close. Yeah, when we were able to have people in here during the summer, it, yeah. we just didn't figure it was. Doing the curbside thing and just being like, here you go, see you later. Like, yeah, yeah that was weird. That's so, not your jam. No, we'd That's like to scary. be able to hang out and chit chat. Yeah. Yeah. What are you so, guys doing now for your tastings? Like some people, like I met Durant and we do the crafts and I bring out all four at one time. Um, and we saw that at Mesara as well. Yeah. Um, I pour every wine still. Yeah. Well, the interaction, I still think is very important. People are just craving that interpersonal interaction. They, oh, yeah. they just want to talk. Oh yeah. want to be around other humans. And so. just talk and, and we're there for them. Well, I'm sure like your wine club members I feel like they have to be so. They miss like, you. Yeah. So into oh. guys, like yeah. yeah we're into them. Yeah. No, we were. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. So we did the videos and stuff. <laughs> we wanted to be able to and just give them the something. Stars YouTube channel. Oh yeah, so, not the stars. Yeah. But. They're asking you to sign the bottle. Yeah. Uh, I got like a comment on one, and I was like, "Ooh, someone commented yeah. on our video." <laughs> Is it a good comment? Yeah, it was fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, onward. <laughs> what are we drinking? Cabernet. Yeah. Yeah. Shangri-La. Huh? No, we're hanging out. Yeah. Uh, yes. So we bring fruit in from Walla Walla. Uh, this is Seven Hills Vineyard. Um, we used to do a couple of different Cabernets from Walla Walla, um, but uh, one of the vineyards sold. So this is our only Cabernet right at the moment. Um, Seven Hills Vineyard, love it. It's actually, so this is an Oregon. It's on the Oregon side. Mm-hmm. It's in Milton Freewater. Um, uh, shout out to Sadie, who is a badass motherfucker. She is a uh, badass. Vineyard grower. We have the E. Yeah. yeah. As a, she is great. Awesome. Love her as a vineyard manager. She is awesome. She understands us. Uh, she's great. And uh, love the fruit. Uh, easy to work with. Um, 
So our approach to this wine is probably a little different, again, than the Washington guys. Um, we do a partial carbonic maceration on this. Um, so we do a whole berry uh, fermentation. So we just stem it, not crush it. Uh, skins are much thicker than Pinot, so they don't break down and turn into soup. It looks like a big bowl of marbles in the fermenter. And uh, that's a good picture. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, blueberries, marbles, whatever you want to look. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and I do punch downs only. We don't do pump overs because um, I like the physical aspect of winemaking. Um, Can you, sorry, um, explain the different, like mm -hmm. what you're talking about? Well, the carbonate, yeah, the, the oh, pump. The, even oh, okay, so punch down. So yes, we have a stick and we You're turn done. over. Yeah, we turn it over and physically doing it and sweating into the ferment. Sorry, it's gross, but we do that. It's, oh, not, the, it's not the grossest Maybe thing that's in there for sure. Um, oh yeah, bugs, stink bugs, wasps. Yeah, I mean, there's so many insects in your wine. You have no idea. Um, yeah, so. Um, by doing that pump over, you use a pump, you put a, like a big strainer in there and you pump the juice over the, to me, I just, I, I just don't jive with that stuff. It gets too tannic, it's over extracted. I feel like the way we do the punch down is much more gentle. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but with the, the cab, we basically, you can't do a punch down on it because the skins are so thick. If, even if you tried, you could probably get a couple of centimeters in and that's about it. So we basically just let it do its thing for about 10 days. And then it's fermented inside the fermenter in a highly CO2 environment and all within the skin. So you're not getting all those tannins and um, from the seeds and the skins. And so, it, yeah. no, did I? <laughs> I didn't even see it, but once I saw you guys do it, I was like, inside this, yeah, okay. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, around. <laughs> around We're yeah around teenagers a lot. yeah yeah so am i yeah um anyway so creates a more fruit forward kind of wine uh but then once it's to a point where we can finally get a punch down through it then we start generating uh we do the punch downs and That's then after 10 days rush, yeah and uh then we then we start generating the tannins by doing that um i feel not only are you getting a more fruit forward, um, expressive wine um, by doing this, you're also managing your tannins at the beginning of the winemaking process versus manage them at the end by finding them out. So uh, we really wanna make the wine right away uh, at the beginning of the process instead of trying to fix our problems from uh, fermentation. Um, I love these wines, they're great. They'll age forever. Um, yeah. There's just the right amount of tannins. We didn't have to find anything out. Um, yeah, great food wine. So it's fun to be able to come into Carlton mm -hmm. and taste yeah. the Cabernet. But why did you want to bring one in? I used to hate Pinot Noir. So like when I, I yeah, <laughs> right off the bat, yeah. Still hates rosé. I still, yeah. <laughs> he will still put his foot down for rosé. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I first got my job in the Lone Valley, I was like, oh crap, Pinot Noir. Didn't like drinking it. I was has it. Yeah, I, well, even not even then. I just I just didn't like to drink it. I was, you know, definitely loved European wines, loved Cabernets, and you know, definitely Rhone Valley was my jam for sure. Loved the Syrah and Grenache and Chateau Neuf Pops. 
loved all that stuff. And then I was like, oh crap, I gotta make Pinot. But Pinot, it, again, like I said earlier, it's taught me so much. Um, it's your favorite. It's grown. Now. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it really has. It's um, like a moldy grape. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, it really has. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the word artistry like But we we have to have big reds in here. So we have Syrah. We do Syrah, um, mm -hmm. and then we do a couple of different cabs. Um, it helps so much with the lineup and like tasters just and club and all that stuff. Having a little bit of everything. You're so close oh, yeah. to Washington. Honestly, it's just as close to Southern Oregon and the fruit. Don't get mad, but it's way better. Sorry, Southern Oregon. Sorry, Southern Oregon. Yeah. And it's like 30 more minutes to oh, go get it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Their fruit's amazing. And the farmers are amazing. Yeah, and they've been growing things forever. And the fruit's they super expressive. Um, and I, I believe the way we start treating them, um, uh, it's just, it's very different than the calves who get out in Walla Walla, but I think you'll just see how much more expressive they are, especially on the nose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're just- Round versus sharp. Yeah, exactly. I like to call it. Mm -hmm. yeah. The tannins anyway, they're like just, they're more mouth coating than they yeah, are. They're angular. more velvety. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, this is very pleasing to drink for a big wine. Yeah, and it's yeah, 17, that's a baby. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. a baby. It's a baby. Yeah, it's a baby. And that, I mean, it'll hang on. And it does really good with food. Am I wrong or you not tell your story? No, I was just thinking that. I was like, I think we started I didn't really talk too really much about myself. No, you didn't. There you go. I don't really, I mean. I, you did it on purpose. As, put some as JT we, on the side. As we <laughs> drank some Chardonnay. We'll talk about it. Well, you can talk um, I don't really have too much of a wine story because I think <laughs> Sean's the one. I mean, I always liked wine, but Sean kind of got me into it by calling me one day and being like, hey, we ha I have an idea. We need to do this. And I was like, all right, man, I'll come back. So I, I went to University of Oregon for school. Jesus and right out of uh, college, I got a job um, down in Las Vegas. A little bit of golf industry uh, and then got out of that and got into more construction stuff, doing sales and marketing and things like that. Um, and I was down there for almost eight years out of school. And then Sean called and he's like, hey, it's actually kind of funny. He's like, hey, Julie's bought this restaurant. Why don't you come up here? I want to start a wine brand, but come up and help her run the restaurant and then we'll get this all figured out. And I was like, I always wanted to go back to Oregon. Las Vegas was fun when you're like 21, 22, like out of college. Oh, wow. But after eight years, I just really, anything to get back to Oregon and of course, you know, family. And I was like, yeah, I'll quit my job today. Like I'll, I'll be there. So yeah, we just kind of made it work and <laughs> I helped Julia out at the restaurant and you know, learn more about wine than I ever thought I could learn. Um, well, yeah, you can meet every winemaker around here. Yeah, and just you know, and taste restaurant. tons of different stuff. And you know, besides things that you get at your local shop and things like that, it was crash course. And then, yeah, it's been almost 10, 12 years now. 12. Yeah, I'm doing it. And since 2011, you know, I'm trying to build the brand and sales and building the wine club and moving into this place, which is actually kind of funny. We we talked about it like a day before, we're like we should find a place in Carlton and get a tasting room. And then I talked to Ben, the guy who had an art studio here, and he's like, we're moving out. And I was like, perfect, perfect. It like, just like one of those things that just happened. Yes. Like you talk about doing something and honestly, the next day it was like, oh, how would you feel about this? And I was like, 
this person just came and talked to me because I had an idea and it just happened. It, it worked out, it was really cool. We've been here for two and a half years, I think. Yeah, it'll be three. Almost three, three in March. Yeah. And yeah, wow. every year's been better than the last. So no, oh, yeah, it's for been sure. really cool. Well, and what we like to do, we like hospitality, obviously. Yeah. And, um, we like to party with our patrons. And yeah, this year's been tough this in year that sucked. way. Because we always have really cool events for club. I mean, yeah. we do our big winemaker dinner in July up at the vineyard. We do our harvest party up at the vineyard, which is awesome. And then every, all the other events. We do like one thing a month here. Um, most of them sports related. That so this year sucked. Yeah, we do sports on that. We, on this one, we do it. And then- Like with the Masters, we'll put a putt we course. We do a putt-putt course for the Masters. We have a big three-point line for March Madness, so you can like shoot for discounts. Wow. Yeah, same, same kind of, And then we always have the games on. If anyone wants to taste wine and watch some sports, this yeah. is the place to be. Because <laughs> I'm watching it, so right. you are forced to watch. Which is fair. Yeah. And, and we have beer in the refrigerator. Yeah, there's beer. We, we always have beer. beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Specific beer? And that. Uh, whatever we get. Yeah. IPA. Most oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. If you like dark beer. And then beer. our vineyard party, a lot of times, I, I like to brew beer too. Yeah. And uh, I do oh, a, sure. yeah. I, I do a Riesling yeah. beer that's amazing. Oh, a Riesling a beer? A Riesling beer. It's amazing. I'm interested. Yeah. We'll have you out for the vineyard party, hopefully this summer. That's a fun party. We get a band. We have a catered, but fun cater. And then yeah. we're, the whole fam has got a station. We're pouring wine. and You get to put blankets on the lawn and just watch the sunset. It's cool. Yeah. It's a fun party. I don't know if yeah. you check our Instagram out, but the view from the vineyards kind of legit. Yeah. Or should be sunset. We're already speaking, yes. <laughs> After all of it. Sign up for the club. Did yeah. you <laughs> smell the Chard? Uh, yeah, we actually have yet. to talk about this. So this yeah. is our new Chardonnay. So yeah. we have three different Chardonnays we do the right now. Well, we have our Yamhill Carlton, which is our lower price point. Then we have our Estate. Like our screw cap. Mm -hmm. okay. And then, uh, then we have this one. This is our cast series. So this was done in one of those casts. So press the juice off, goes straight in the cask. It ferments, ages in the cask. Uh, it is what it is. Um, what is it? I know it's, it's got like some stone fruit on it. It's crazy, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, this wine's very expressive. Yeah, it is a crazy it's like wine. like one note through and through all the way to the end and it keeps going forever and ever. Well, and is this a proper it Chardonnay is. glass? Yep, that yeah. is a, okay. true. that's a Montrachet. Another reason glass. we do it at the end, so yeah. you can get the fresh glass. Yep. Yes. Yep. All right. Yep. I guess I've never seen like a proper Chardonnay We can glass do them before. side by side in your Pinot glass. It's totally different. It is totally different. Yeah. I believe The that. Oregon Pinot yeah. glass is totally different. Yeah. yeah. Or Oak Chardonnay glass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this one just I love it. Same process, but so it is what it is. You know, we don't do any blending. Um, it's our same. It's the same fruit that we have in our estate, and it's just totally different. It's fun doing them side by side. The other one has like more citrus. This is like minerally, like salinity, even some stone fruit. Um, I love the texture on it's the palate. Kind of briny. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The winemaker dinner we just did, we did a uh, butternut squash bisque with seared scallops and a uh, citrus gremolata on the top. It was perfect. With that this was one. actually the- It was the, It was so perfect. <laughs> it was so perfect. I was gonna say that was the best meal, or best entree of the night. It was, it was a great best, pairing yeah, too. Yeah, pairing, uh, it was super good. And we'd love to do that. We do winemaker dinners a lot, because uh, again, with the culinary, I, I like to make the food or yeah. the wine with, food in mind too so are you in love with this chardonnay love 
Um, I feel like every time I have uh, come into the tasting room, it's always Chardonnay and the Syrah that I would leave with. The so Syrah just like, it just flies out the door no Is matter what. Probably because I talk about those two the most, I think. Mm. Yeah, Chardonnay goes fast. Chardonnay and Syrah, um, yeah, boom. Absolutely, for good reason, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. That's different, huh? It's super different. I just, I mean, Sarah gets it here every single time we go somewhere, but I just love Chardonnays and I've been such like on this kick of yeah. finding the Chardonnay. Yeah. And so yeah, it's been fun. Chardonnay, it's the shit. It really I love Chardonnay. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Everything yeah. is very uh, <laughs> peaks and valleys as far as trends go. I mean, certain things are core, but Chardonnay is definitely one of those wines that, yeah, same with Rosé. People are like, I don't like sweet wine. It's like, well, now oh, that we've gotten over that hurdle, <laughs> yeah. now the Chardonnay is the next one. Oh, What's more? This doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you. You don't have to. <laughs> Wine pusher. Yeah. You know, I'll pour a you. better taste this time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is just drinking wine with friends right now. Mm -hmm. This is so great. You guys are so fun. Well, thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, thank you for doing this. Uh, thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're Sorry. about to be very famous. I have my oh, very famous. Yeah. Plug our YouTube page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Please don't. Please so, don't. Marshall it's fine. Davis. No. Wines. wines. No. On YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Yep. We don't. We're not trying to do that stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we we did because we had to, and we people tell people because they don't want us to. Well, and I'm people, really but it. I mean, our wine club members <laughs> liked it. If that's an organic way of blowing that up for me saying no, I guess it'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, don't do it. Let's do it. No, I'm doing it. This has been wonderful. <laughs> so much fun. If you want to drink excellent wine at a fabulous, it sounds like, price point, which thank we you hope so. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, come here for a chill and awesome atmosphere with some amazing people. You literally get to drink with the owners, which Hopefully, yeah. that is not you know the case very often so even better um wear your flannel wear your hat come <laughs> on down <laughs> you don't have to wear a flannel only if it's cold yeah. <laughs> we will be in the tent so yeah, yeah. so dress warm bundle up appropriately um but this has been great so thank you for introducing us to downtown carlton and thank for you for showing coming us yeah. such an awesome spot yeah i mean i'll always come here but <laughs> thanks for coming guys yeah, yeah. thank That's you guys really we appreciate we it thanks for contacting us for for sure yeah good times yeah no this is definitely a place that i just i love you guys and i love what you guys are making and what you're about so well, thanks thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah appreciate it appreciate it thanks you guys a lot of fun thank you yay cheers Woo. Yeah. we yeah. drank too much wine <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
That's all right. Um, it's a, probably a good time to remind them, though, that we did accept our invites to the vineyard party and also for barrel tasting at Beacon Hill. Yes, um, they definitely need to be reminded that they actually invited us to be uh, best friends with them. So <laughs> I think that's what it comes down to. We need to remind them that, hey, we'll actually just be around all the time. All the that's time. how much we love it. All the time. <laughs> what else? Uh, they, they've got a YouTube channel. They should have a YouTube channel, and I'm glad that they do. So on YouTube, you can search up Marshall Davis Wines. And, you know, when we were hanging out with them, they actually told us that they were going to do a hot wings challenge. And I haven't seen that. But they do have some tasting, like virtual tastings on their YouTube channel. So you can watch that. I'm going to actually uh, message them about this hot wing challenge because I feel like I was excited and now I'm let down. Oh, ouch. Again, not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marshall Davis Wines is their Instagram as well, yes? Yes, at Marshall Davis Wine. Oh, just wine? Just wine, not plural. Gotcha. Ryan did tell me that since uh, tasting with them, <laughs> if you plan on going out there, they may be out of that delicious, beautiful rosé uh, bubbles, but they still have plenty of delicious wine there for you there's tons to taste yeah and if you watch the videos or if you go you'll see that they've just got a good story for every wine they kind of just like to tell tell a story with their wine and let the wine express itself so definitely go yeah and you know obviously this is very much a family wine establishment like many wineries in our area of Oregon, but I just really appreciate that they always will be making a Chardonnay because that's their mom's favorite. All right. Well, um, as always, our, our thanks to Marshall Davis. They were very good to us and we had a great time. Yes. And if you would like to join them for tasting and getting some wine to take home, call ahead, phone number 503 503- 852-3086. Always play it safe. Call, make an appointment. They'll be happy to help you. Yeah, and make an appointment around lunchtime because horseradish is right there. <laughs> yes, that is connected with them. And you will be very happy that you decided to have their lunch and then pair it with some delicious wine. Um, like these guys said, they like to party with their patrons. And I love that. I love that too. And as for us, continue sending all this stuff to the email, crushingitwv at gmail.com. And absolutely. And at our Instagram, you can always contact us at crushing it podcast. Yep. And check out the pictures from um, the episodes that we're doing. Perfect. Perfect. If they made it this far in the episode, they can have um, 
a treat of a joke from our visit to Marshall Davis. Enjoy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely have to turn this one. Dirty joke. What's the... What's the similarity to having sex in a canoe and Budweiser? Why <laughs> don't that tell me? They're both close to water. <laughs> well, that one not even that dirty. <laughs> no, but it's funny. Timestamp. <laughs> Maybe keep that at. Uh... Oh no, they're they're both fucking close to water. Sorry. <laughs> That's a <laughs> joke. Sorry. <laughs> A little bit of wine, missed the punchline. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs>